The vast majority of agency owners will never make it to 10K a month, let alone 100K. So what is it that they know that you don't? Now, I've personally worked with hundreds of six and seven figure agency owners and over the years, I've recognized patterns of behavior that separate those that win and those that lose. And that's exactly what we're gonna be going through today. So let's get stuck straight into this and waste no time. Now, first of all, I wanna make this clear. This video is not about setting goals and sticking to them. It's not about cutting out bad habits from your life and it's not about delaying gratification. Albeit, all of these things are incredibly important to your success. But this video today is about doing what others won't so you can do what others can't, so you can have what others can't have, so you can sign the top 1% of clients, so you can deliver the top 1% of results. And as a result, to that make the top 1% of revenue. And in order for us to achieve that goal, we need to do what other agencies aren't doing right now. We need to differentiate ourselves from the mass market, from what everybody else is doing. And we can do that through our niche, through our service, through our unique offer and through the messaging of our brand. And ultimately, we want to challenge what everybody else is doing in this space. And this is a statement that is easier said than done as a complete beginner. I completely recognize that. Our very nature when we are starting something new is to go out there and find someone we can replicate, to find a proven path that we can copy. And in many cases, that is the absolute correct thing to do in the early stages of launching an agency. Find a path that has already been proven. Find a blueprint and stick to that until you get initial results, until you get initial proof of concept. But then very quickly, you need to challenge the lessons in which you have been taught. You need to challenge the way that you are actually doing things. So when I first started my agency, I literally went out to every company in my local area. I was was spraying, just literally spray gun effect in my local area, signing up every single client that I could, regardless of their niche. I had a kitchen, I had a um, a kitchen and bathroom showroom, I had a restaurant, which was my first client, I had a jewelers, I had a dentist, I had a hair transplant clinic. This literally goes on, and not all of them I got great results for. But in having this scattergun strategy, what I did was I found very quickly which businesses I enjoyed working with, which businesses I knew how to get great results with, which ones I was able to build the better relationships with. And I learned in my unique circumstances, the best path for me to move forward with within my agency based on my own personality and my own self motivation. Now, what I identified after months of trial and error in my agency was that there was a gap in the market for people reaching out to e-commerce businesses. And so I actually pivoted my agency and I started working with e-commerce businesses. And of course, gradually, we were still working with lead generation companies at the same time. But over time, I signed more and more e-com clients and I realized the opportunity that I had. And then I positioned myself in the early stages as an industry leader in the e-commerce agency space. And that's why we still maintain that position to this day but only from my ability to think outside of the box and break the chains in which I was initially taught and constricted to. But so many agency owners and many of you guys watching this right now Don't break those chains even when you find initial success. So yes, stick to a blueprint that has been proven and follow that religiously. Stick to it day in, day out and do the micro tasks that are gonna get you that macro result. But remember, if you wanna get ahead of the rest, if you wanna get the top 1% of results, if you wanna make 100 grand a month and not just a couple of grand and replace your income, you need to do what others aren't doing right now so you can have what they can't have. Because if you are sat in a saturated saturated market in a saturated niche, a beginner niche like so many of us go for, like home improvements or kitchen and bathrooms or 
gyms or dentists, for example, the list goes on, aesthetic clinics, all of these generic niches when you're first starting out. Offering a generic service, it's going to be very hard for you to differentiate yourself and make the top percent of revenue in your industry. Now, can you differentiate in a competitive market? Absolutely. Okay, You can be working with estheticians, for example, and then offering a unique service. For example, when the first couple of agencies came along and started offering an appointment setting service where they didn't just generate leads on Facebook ads for their clients and send them over a list, but they then started actually calling up those leads as well and physically booking them onto the calendar, those agencies cleaned up. But now it's the norm to create or offer an appointment setting service, right? So what's next? So what you want to be thinking about? How can I differentiate? How can I go a step further? Do I do a pay per show? Do I be, do a pay per sell? Can I get involved in the sales process entirely? Can I get involved in other areas of their business and see myself as a growth partner? What can I do to differentiate myself? from everybody else that's working in this same industry as me? And this is the same questions that you want to be asking yourself. What am I doing right now to stand out from my competition? Am I unique or do I blend in? And start asking yourself these questions. In fact, every single week you should allocate time, ideally every day, to critical thinking time and write down two to five questions based on your current circumstances, based on the hurdles that you are trying to overcome right now. And you'll be shocked at how quickly you can come up with unique solutions to the issues that you are facing. How quickly you can start thinking critically on getting yourself outside of the box in which everybody else is constricted to. Okay, And again, we don't just have to restrict ourselves to differentiating from our niche. It can be our service, it can be our offer, it can be our messaging, it can be our culture. This business model is so versatile. So think outside of the box and start challenging what everyone else is doing. And when you do that and you come up with unique ideas and you write them down and you want to apply them, do not go and seek approval from anyone that isn't already in the position that you want to be in. This is such a fundamental mistake that I have made countless times in my business career. You have an incredible idea and you're pumped up and you know in your heart and in your gut that this is a great idea. And you go and ask your partner and you go and ask your friend who's not even in the industry and you say, hey, what do you think of me doing this? And they start challenging you because they're intimidated by your ideas. They're not giving you the feedback that you want and they are just simply not qualified to give you the advice that you need in that critical moment that you need it the most. It is like going out there and asking a randomer on advice on how to climb a mountain. Okay, You would go ask a mountaineer on advice on how to climb a mountain. You wouldn't trust your life in the hands of someone that's never climbed a mountain before. So why would you trust your future in your business and your mindset in the hands of someone that has not achieved that very same thing that you're trying to achieve in business? So only ask for validation or seek approval or validation from your mentors and people that have already achieved what you're trying to achieve, already successful agency owners. This is very important because most people unknowingly will shoot down your idea from their own intimidation, from their own insecurity with no malicious intent whatsoever. But the damage is already done to you and you start doubting what you previously felt like an incredible idea. So make sure you do not seek approval from people that are not qualified and are not in the position that you want to be in. And you have to be prepared to fail a lot. When you're pioneering, when you're doing something new for the first time, when you're challenging the norm, you're gonna fail an awful lot. 
I've failed countless times over the years in so many different ventures within my agency, in niche tweaks, in offer tweaks, in a new service that we're offering, and hiring certain team members that are outside of the box. And I have failed time and time again. And I welcome every single failure that comes to me. That is why I maintain a top tier position in this industry. Because failures are not failures to me. Every single one of them is a lesson and I'm harder and I'm stronger after every single failure that I encounter. And this is the same for every single successful person. So few had this straight path to success. You know, Thomas Edison attempted to build the light bulb or invent the light bulb over 1,000 times before he found the right formula, okay, of creating that bulb. JK Rowling with Harry Potter, she went to 12 different publishing places over years in order to finally get accepted for someone to say, yes, I'm going to publish this book. And James Dyson, who invented, obviously, the Dyson Hoover, 5,000 renditions of that Hoover before he then got it right and people started buying it and he became a billionaire. If any of those people gave up on those initial hurdles, if any of those people took those failures as straight dead failures, then they would never be who they are and have built the legacy that they have had. So next time you get rejected on a sales call and you think to yourself, oh, I'm not cut out for this, or next time you sign up a client and you fail to get them results and you say to yourself, oh, Facebook ads don't work. Think of those people. Get back on the horse. Suck it up and fail some more. Failure drives the top 1%. Okay, I've got some bonuses here for you guys. You have to run everything by the numbers in an agency. You have to. You cannot run this business by your gut. You can't run any business by gut feel alone, especially when you are testing and challenging the norms within an industry and doing things for the first time. Okay, You have to track absolutely everything. If you're acquiring clients by cold calling, then you need to write down every single day how many dials you're making, how many pickups you had, Okay, how many people then said, yes, I'll have a meeting with you. So you can establish your meeting set rate. So you can compare that to other niches that you're testing out. And you can cross-reference that data to truly know what actually works. Not look back on your final two weeks and be like, oh yeah, I I was calling home improvements last week and it felt like I was getting more pickups. Or, oh yeah, I started calling restaurants this morning and actually I definitely got more pickups. No, what does the data say? Because numbers do not lie. Your gut and your brain does lie to you. Your emotions will lie to you. You have to track absolutely everything. Your cold call data, your email data, your DM data, your ad results, just like you would for your clients. Okay, track every single piece of data that you absolutely can. If there's a number attached to it, track it. And then get used to analyzing that data weekly and at the very least, monthly, okay, and cross-analyzing between the things that you are doing. Create spreadsheets for the different areas of your business. We have tons of them inside of our program in the academy. You have to get used to running your business by the numbers. It's the only thing that matters. And finally, use AI for everything. And I literally mean everything. If you're first starting out and you're competing against someone else in the industry who is not using AI, you're going to be so much more efficient and be moving so much faster than that individual. Start treating AI like your virtual assistant, okay? Like your personal assistant that can help you with absolutely any task, that never gets burnt out, that you don't have to pay, that doesn't work only a certain amount of hours in the day, that'll work 24-7, seven days a week. What I do to get into the habit and how I originally did is I opened up um, AI, and I've still got it right now on my right side of my monitor. In fact, I've actually created recently a chatbot for our private community called ChatJPT, okay? Jordan Platten. <laughs> Creative, I know, right? <laughs> Original. And, um, and this chatbot, precisely, this is optimized around all of the content that we have in our private community, in our programs, on the YouTube channel. And so now I can jump back and forth with all of the information in my own brain. So this is a replication of myself that I can use on a daily basis and go back and forth. Okay, now this puts me at a massive unfair advantage. And now everybody in our community gets access to this second brain chat J- JPT 
as well. So if you're in the community and you're watching this, check the school, the school posts and you'll see how to get access to that. But at the very least, for those of you that aren't with us, get in the habit of using ChatGPT and make sure it's ChatGPT4 so it can access the internet. Have it open on a separate monitor, always there so you can see it. And just get in the habit of when you're doing your daily tasks of using it and you'll be shocked at how much more efficient you will be in your daily operations, okay? And start using custom GPTs. This is a new functionality, okay? You can now preload your own custom GPT modules with context, with information, and you can create your own versions of ChatGPT, your own chatbots within the system, okay? So let's say, use case, for example, you sign up a client and you preload all of the relevant information for that specific client, their website, their offers that have worked before, the copy that you've used in ads that have worked particularly well, and even just load it with some of their previous email campaigns. It's got all this context on that client now. Now, all you need to do when you go into ChatGPT is click on that client's custom GPT that you created, and any task, when you want to create new ads, when you want to create new copy, all of it there straight away with this AI assistant fed with the information that it needs to get you the best output. Okay, And get into the habit of doing that in all areas of your business, be it sales, be it your clients, be it your operations. Okay, If you want me to create a future video on custom GPTs, drop down a comment and I will see what I can do for you guys. But get into the habit of using AI for absolutely everything and you'll be so much more efficient in everything that you do. And efficiency is everything, especially considering we are right at the infancy, right at the start of this AI trend. So if you want to get ahead, you need to stay ahead. Now, guys, I want to leave you with one final question today. Are you today doing what 99% of other people are not prepared to do? The answer is no. Get to work.